Hey, what's going on, Purpose People? We want to welcome you to our Path to Purpose podcast, man. I'm your host, Dustin Robinbark, and with me, as always, Mr. A.J. Howard. Say what's up, A.J. What's up, world? Hope everybody out there is having a moto-go kind of day, baby. Absolutely. Let's go. Now, the purpose of this podcast is to let everybody listening to this thing know that it's not that deep. And when I talk about it, I'm talking about life. Everybody wants to wonder what their calling is. What is their purpose? Listen, guys, your purpose is where God has placed you right now for impact, and you are thankful through obedience. So I need you to tune in. I need you to open your ears, and I need you to listen up. And more than that, I need you to keep that let's go energy. And always got to have that mo to go energy. Look, it's time to get right, get live, and get with it. All right, AJ, man, how we doing today? Doing good, man, doing good. Had a great morning of workouts with uh, the football team, man. The boys, and they're in there, dude. We started at 6.20 today. Come we on. We 50-something kids in the weight room on the football team, man, freshmen through seniors, ready to roll at 6.20 on a Monday to get after it in the weight room. So that's always, you know, a little fuel for a coach to see them boys as excited about it as you are, for sure. No doubt, man. Hey, you have them guys rough and tough, man. They'll be ready for their state championship, man. That's it. That's it. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. They always say, you know, the the football and, you know, all championships are good, but football's the one that, you know, that, that everybody talks about and hangs their hat on, man. They're all equal and great, you know, to us, but if we can get a football in for Raider Nation, man, that'd be huge. Man, that'd be everything. So, yeah, man, super excited, man. Got a busy summer here, man. A lot of things in motion, a lot of things in moving on, on both our plates. And and I'm sure to the listener, I'm sure you've got a lot going on this summer um, with, with all the things. And today, man, I really had a word uh, impressed on my heart. In fact, we hadn't even talked about this yet, but... Um, I'm sure you saw uh, a post that I made earlier, man, is like last night, um, I was literally awakened out of my sleep, AJ, with this uh, vision, you can call it a dream, you can call it a vision, you call it whatever you want, whatever makes the listener feel the best, but I truly feel it came from God. Last night in my sleep, um, I was putting together a puzzle, right? like a puzzle, like you deal with, with your kids and, 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 and whatever, and you're putting together. And there was this last piece of the puzzle. I absolutely knew that I had the right piece to go in that puzzle, but I couldn't get it to fit. Right. And I would, I had to turn it to a different angle. It still wouldn't fit. I turned it, it still wouldn't fit. And then finally, once I got the angle just right, it fit and 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 completed the puzzle and i woke up with like this this awesome um experience of like you know everything that you need for success everything that you need to fulfill your purpose in life is already at your fingertips man it's just we got to approach this thing from a different angle so um, so, so with that being said, I go back to even Nehemiah in the Bible and I'm reminded that Nehemiah, he went to Jerusalem to help 
all of the people there who have been there for years, man, many, 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 many years with their in like poverty, the city gates have been burned from Babylon long time, forever. They've been there waiting for somebody to come rebuild the city walls. And he had heard about this, thought they were already restored, but he comes back and he begins to rally the troops. And he takes a group of people who had been sitting there in their misery, unprotected, no city walls, no nothing, and shows them that everything they needed was already there. They just had to fight through the opposition. They just had to fight through the naysayers. They had to fight through the people that tried to bring Nehemiah down off the wall, bro, while he was there helping them rebuild this thing. And Nehemiah said, no, man, like the hand of my God will strengthen me. And man, it was just this, this powerful moment that just me and God knew about at the time. And it was like, I needed to encourage someone, man. Like somebody needs to know that everything they need, they already have access to. Now, they may not know it, they may not see it, but it goes back to the right information changes situations. The right information changes things. What are we missing to get that last piece of the puzzle into the masterpiece? Absolutely, man. You know, a lot of people, they sit there and they don't think that they're equipped to you know, have success, handle success, whether it's, you know, professionally, financially, relationship wise, man, I, I've seen it, you know, with friends, with myself, with family, man, it's always, you know, you got these big dreams, these big ideas, these big goals. And, you know, there's that little uh, thought of insecurity, uh, fear of holdback of, well, I may not quite be ready, man. And, you know, it's like we talked about last week, you know, getting a head baseball job. I'm not going to lie, man. There was a little bit of uh, not fear, but a little bit of, you know, doubt. Like you've been here 10 years holding it down as the co-pilot. Uh, you know, you go in there as the head honcho, the the, the man, the, 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 the actual pilot of the ship. It's all on you, man. And you're going to have to handle a lot of things that you ain't have to handle before. You know, parents, cutting players explaining to kids why they didn't make the team, scheduling with the city. And, you know, that's always fun, um, trying to get it all worked out. But, man, you know, it's just like I, I leaned on a word that you said, man, just go for it. You know, we spoke on it before. You're already equipped, AJ. You done been through bigger battles in life than coaching baseball. And when you think about it that way, man, it's like, yeah, I played this game my whole life. I've been around it. It's a big challenge. It's a big promotion. It's exciting. Uh, but it's not that daunting in the sense it's just baseball. You know, I'm I'm equipped to handle this. This isn't no big personal storm that we all have gone through, you know, this and that. At the end of the day, man, it ain't that deep. It's just baseball, just coaching baseball, uh, something you've played and done your whole life. And, you know, when you got the right information, um, you know, like I said, leaning on a word that you were shared with me about already being equipped, it just kind of opened up, unlocked my mind and my spirit, man, that heaviness. Uh, it just left me. And it was instead of walking in fear and, you know, worry and anxiousness, it was like joyous. Um, and man, it's just crazy how that mind shift of uh, understanding that you do have the tools and you are equipped 
uh, how much confidence you gain in any endeavor that you go into. Uh, and, you know, people forget. Uh, I, I saw this Bible verse, too. Uh, I was reading it this morning uh, on the way to the gym during my devotional. It was something like the giant in front of you is not as big as the God inside of you. Mm. And that's like, man, we forget how powerfully we are created to be as human beings, man. That's it, man. And even in relationships, AJ, like, you know, people with struggling marriages, I want to say like no situation is too far gone for God to trust me on this. No situation is too far gone for God to do a great thing in and through it all. Even in relationships, man, I, I want to say like, you and your spouse, you and your girlfriend, you and your, you, you know, uh, friend, significant other, whatever. You, listen, everything you need for that baby to work is right there. Here's the thing. We might need to approach it from a different angle. Sometimes you need to recognize in uh, your marriage, right, that, that I might be being stubborn here. I might be um, talking down on my spouse. I might be talking at them, not talking with them. I might not allow uh, them to feel heard or to be seen. And so I want to tell you, like, not everything is someone else's fault. Everything you need to complete that masterpiece and make that joker work is already there we just might have to shift some perspective. We might have to shift the angle. We might have to get some counseling. We may have to go to the word. We may have to phone a friend, right? We may have to, whatever it is that we have to do, we got to understand that if it's possible for someone else, it's possible for me too, because at the end of the day, man, we're all human. Now, there are some people that are born into some silver spoon type stuff, and that's not what I'm talking about here. There are real people who have overcome real problems, real challenges, and gone on to shape, right, the world as we know it. And there are some real people who have defied the odds and my thought process is like, okay, all right, Dustin, well, if we're doing path to purpose, how did they do it? They unlocked their code. Each one of the, the successes that every one of us will see, there was a code to it. In other words, there was a formula to it. In other words, there's a process to it. All right, I'm throwing out a bunch of words for those of you who don't like that process, right? <laughs> there's 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 a code to this thing, man. And when you crack your code, man, success is on the other end. That's it. You know, and like you said, with the world we live in today, right there at your fingertips, man. You know, it's you want to Google how to fix a car, you know, change your oil, how to write a book, how to, you know, get better at uh, digital media creation, whatever it is, man, it's right there at your fingertips to, you know, at least have some sort of guidance into it. And, you know, you referenced it too, man, the word, the Bible, it's like we said before, man, it's a playbook to life, um, you know, and sometimes we want to bend it and mold it into what we want it to be like, you know, the feel good, 
prosperity boy. And, you know, it's like, oh, I read the Bible. I'm following this, this and this. But, you know, man, is your intent really good? Are you really wanting, you know, to make this money to make a difference in other people's lives? Or you want to figure something out to make money? And don't get me wrong, man. That's great that you want to have nice things. But don't sit there and try to manipulate the word in order for you to just go buy you a bitney in a private jet. Meanwhile, your people in your church, you know, is going starving without food and can't pay their bills tithe and hand it out, man, you know, pay it forward. Um, but, you know, like I said, man, the Bible, man, it's a playbook to life and the information is out there. There's so many good books out there. I mean, there's so many experts uh, and so many people who have sustained and not just reached, but sustaining success, man, is the hardest thing to do. You know, you can be a one-stop shop overnight, man. One little viral video speech, you know, you go viral overnight, boom, but holding that top spot. That's why I, you know, look at the great athletes like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, even a name you don't hear about a lot, like Tim Duncan, uh, you know, Cal Ripken, them guys that done it for decades, man. Uh, and you look in the motivational realm of things, it's like Eric Thomas, man, this dude's been doing it since he was 17. I don't know how old ET is now. I, I don't want to put him too, too old than what he is, but I know he's been at it a while, man, and he's held that top spot and he keeps bringing it each and every day, man. And that's how you stay there. And, you know, he reaches out too. and, you know, one of the things I respect about E.T. uh, as a motivational speaker, he tells people like, look, I'm always learning like that, you know, like I'm not the best at marketing. So I got a guy for that. I'm not the best at this. So I got a guy for that. He knows his tool. And he knows his gift and he uses his gift, but he also knows other people got tools and gifts around them to maximize his gift together as a whole, man. And, you know, that that's what I think is the key uh, to, you know, sustaining success and, you know, being able to take stay at the top spot, man, is always be willing to learn. But some few people have the confidence to sell, tell somebody, hey, man, I don't know it all. I, I'm not always right. I don't really have a clue what I'm doing um, because they they look down on themselves, man. The, the most confident players I've ever coached are the ones that admit they're wrong because they know they got the skill and they want to be better. So they're not afraid to ask. Um, and I think us as adults, as we get older in life, man, that holds us back a lot um, because we're, we're afraid to ask. We're afraid to gain the information, whether it's an insecurity thing, a pride thing. This dude's my age. Why I'm asking him for guidance on something. He's the same age as me. I need to go ask an old head. That ain't always true, man. Uh, not being afraid to ask is what, you know, and gaining information and being willing to learn how to be better at stuff or a new craft that you don't know. Uh, that that's, that's your lockdown moment, man. That's keeping your mind in core team, bro. No, and I'm glad you brought up about other people because that's exactly what I woke up with, with like everything, everything's there, right? To complete the masterpiece, but it's, but it's not up to just you, just like a a championship uh, coaching regime. It, it cannot have one coach and that's it. There are coaches over around coaches. Uh, When you look at a, a football field, man, there's a line of coaches out there that do different things. There's a line of coaches in baseball that handle different things. And so when you look at organizations, there's not just a CEO that is solely responsible for the success of this organization. No, they have to put people in a line 
right to success that or, or to ensure the success of that organization just like us all of the pieces might be there but just like nehemiah we have to rally the troops we have to figure out okay what don't i know and i think that's what you're talking about when you say it might be pride i think it's a hundred percent pride that stops a man from saying what do i not know that's stopping me from reaching that it's, I take it back to uh, traveling. I'm about to go on some road trips. I got to take my kids to Louisiana. Got to go to Atlanta. Got to do all these different things. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my phone. I'm going to use my GPS. But outside of that, I don't want to stop mass for no directions because there's something inside of me as a man that is hardwired to believe <laughs> I'm a failure if I ask for help, man, bump that. You're in an unfamiliar, uncharted waters. You're in a territory that your growth, man, it's stretching you, right? To reach outside of yourself and bring in information that you're unsure of, to bring in information that you don't know so that you can go to the next level in whatever, in your relationship, in your promotion, in your, in your schoolwork, right? In your, uh, if you're fighting for that position, man, a lot of times in sports, you know, everybody wants to know who's going to be the quarterback this year, man. Who's going to be the pitcher, man? We got this person, we got this person, and they're going head to head. Who's it going to be, right? Oftentimes, it's not just the talent that determines who it's going to be. It's tenacity. It's their ability to lead. It's their ability to be led, man. That is huge. Where is your pride right now when we're trying to get that last piece of the puzzle? Absolutely, man. And you're talking about asking for directions. I, pro I promise you, you don't want to get lost down there in that Louisiana bayou, man. You know, uh -huh. much better to ask than get lost out there with the gators for sure. Yes, uh, being from Mobile, man, we always joke about, you know, the, the, the Cajun bloodline and Mobile and Louisiana being closely, you know, related geographically and all, man. And trust me, don't get lost on that bayou, especially with them baby girls you got, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> ask away, <laughs> ask away. But yeah, man, you know, and it's like you said, it's like coaching. It's like it takes a staff. It takes information. Everybody's got their thing. And I think the biggest reason why there's so many holdbacks and so, so much, you know, narky acting stuff going on, you know, talking behind people's back and stuff like that, man, it's because so many people that the, the pride thing gets in the way they don't want to, instead of sitting there, you know, working together for the greater good to try to maximize and 10x whatever you got going on, whatever project endeavor you got. It's like, oh, I want I want your help and I want to help you. I just don't want you to outdo me. And but when it pops, I want all the credit. Now, you know, I'll, I'll throw you a bone and give you a shout out, but I ain't going to let people know you wrote down the blueprint and I just happened to be more of a talker and a marketer and was able to blow this thing up, you know, kind of, kind of thing, man. So, you know, asking, man, asking for help. That's one of the biggest things that I feel over my 10 year career as a coach, I've gotten better at, you know, fresh out of college, man. I, I was doing a newspaper article uh, when I got the head job last week with the Dothan Eagle. And I told him, I said, you know, my first few years, the thing I battled, I had to put that player card down. I was no longer AJ, the baseball player. I was AJ, the baseball coach and having to evolve 
and ask away, you know, ask, you know, my the guys I coach with, ask guys that have been in the game a while, like, hey, as a player, I wanted to respond this way, but as a coach, I know I can't respond that way. I know I have zero, I have a little control as to how prepared we are, but I don't throw a pitch, I don't swing a bat, I don't run the bases. All in all, you got to prepare your team and let them go play, and you have to trust them. They have to trust you, you have to trust your work, but you can't be as, you know, emotionally uh, connected to the game as a coach uh, than when you was a player. As a player, you can be emotionally connected. You're involved in it. But as a coach, you got to be love-wedded. And uh, so that's one of the things in my uh, progress as a coach over the last 10 10 years, man, is I've learned to ask, you know, and that's one of the things I've been very blessed. I've, you know, been able to learn under highly successful coaches that have done it a long time and done it different ways. Um, So I was able to see multiple ways, hey, you can get the same goal by doing it two or three different ways. These guys have done it. Not everybody's the same. And I think that's one of the biggest strengths, man, is, is admitting your weaknesses and trying to trying to strengthen in them weaknesses by asking, man. You know, that's super deep what you said. I had to put down AJ the player and pick up AJ the coach. And I wonder in our marriages, how many of us are playing the player card rather than, you know, uh, the leader of the home. And I'm speaking to us men, okay? And so how many, how many of us are, you know, well, you are my wife. You should do this. You should be better at this. You should be do and and I'm playing a player card of who should do what rather than what decisions do I need to make to lead this home better? Where do I need to recalibrate? Where do I need to maybe get a new thought process? Where can I help out? Where can I do Where can I plug in in order to help this situation? I got to put down the player card in order to step up as the leader. Uh, And even in our organizations and, and all of that, where do I need to take a step back, right, from how you treat me to how can I better set us all up for success? How can I play a bigger role in helping you rather from from a leadership standpoint rather than from a player standpoint? But I want to ask you this. Um, what is something, you know, outside outside of that? What do you think is one of the biggest struggles, right, within um, rallying rallying those troops? Like like what is one of the biggest struggles? that you've had over the past 10 years um just to try to give somebody some perspective what is the biggest struggle you've had to rely on other people to help that internal drive kicks in to want to be the guy to be able to say yes to everything and 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 all of that what is the biggest struggle, right, that you've that you've had and how did you overcome needing to do everything? Man, that that's a that's a great question. And, you know, one of the biggest things for me um, that, that I have is getting the kids ultimately like this year winning that state championship. I think they knew they had the talent, but I don't think they ultimately believed 
the like from the day to the end of the season, the start of the season to the end, that it was possible because they knew we had won one at HA back in 2014. But this year, seniors were like in the third grade, second or third grade. And so it's like, I'm like, hey, man, me and the coaches, we've won one before. You can do this wearing this royal blue Raider uniform. It, it has happened. I've seen this this uniform dog pile before, man. But it was so far long ago that they've just known a first round, second round, first round, second round, kind of the monotony playoff cycle that coaches hate to get trapped in um, is getting them to believe. So us as a coaching staff this year, we knew what we had. And the biggest thing was I've always been the motivator, you know, hype when, hey, man, you can climb that mountain if you want to. I mean, that's why I'm a strength coach, too. But, you know, the other coaches really bought in, man, to really selling out on making them kids this year believe that it was possible to win the state championship in 2023 in 3A, which is a new classification for us over the last couple of years. And as far as asking, you know, seeking help, man, I mean, it was funny. They, they, I, they were asking me like, hey, man, what's a better way that I can bring, you know, more of a motivational aspect? Because, you know, a lot of them cats ain't really motivated. They're a little older. They're a little bit more settled, uh, you know, in life. And it was just funny because I'm like, look, when we get – I remember one in, uh, one incident. We're sitting in the playoffs, man. It's getting rowdy. We're in Thomasville first round. And the, the baseball player AJ card showed up. It was a close call. And I'm blah, 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 blah. And one of the coaches said, hey, man, you can't coach. Help us coach from the bus you need to, and I was like you're right I need to chill out I need to chill out so that that was I helped them get going they helped me stay level-headed throughout the whole course of the year man and we was able to get it done but ultimately it's getting kids to believe that's the biggest the hardest thing to do and that's with anybody is really getting them to believe they're capable of doing something great so so you used the word bought in that was that was kind of where I wanted to go uh uh with with that question so one thing that i think really stops a lot of people from really getting where they wanted to go is buy-in so a lot of times i'll take on responsibilities and i'll take on things and i'll take on everything because i have kind of a vision of where i want my life to go but as far as getting other people bought into who i am or what i'm going or my mission um, I think a lot of people struggle in that realm. And one of the biggest things that that somebody that somebody told me was, Dustin, you know, as a speaker, it's cool that you stepped out to give this thing a shot, see where it goes and 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 do all of those things. But one thing you had that a lot of people don't have was buy in from your spouse huge listen man a steady hand my wife was there when we lost our daughter Callie Grace okay my wife was the one who saw me after they took Callie Grace from her and placed Callie Grace in my arms and you have all of these dreams and thoughts and visions of who she's supposed to be you want to be there for her to get married you want to do all those things all of that as a dad, we just had Father's Day. As a father, you're supposed to be a protector of your kid and you're and you're holding your kid that's passed away and there was nothing you could do. The way that I led my family through that, 
the way my wife was by my side, the way that I tried to be there for my family when my mother passed away. We were all in the room together when she took her last breath. I was laying across my mother's chest. And there was a hardship in that, AJ, and my wife was right there watching. She has the utmost buy-in to me because of the steady hands she's seen me have over the years. Some of us, AJ, we don't have a steady hand. As a man who just got a baseball, head baseball coach after 10 years, bro, so many people would have threw their hands up, not because they wanted another man's position, but because there were other places offering and they could go get it, right? So many people would have stepped on that, okay? A steady hand, man, produces buy-in. That's why when AJ said yes, it freaking blew up, okay? And so these are the type things that I want the listener to understand. It's integrity, bro. It is wisdom. It is being there in the midst of the storm, right, and being battle-tested. And people seeing, oh, oh, wait a minute, this guy's different. And you know, man, that the I had a grandpa come up to me, man. Uh, he he saw me at school the other day, and he said, you know, it's the old saying. It's been that way since I was a young buck. The cream always rises to the top. And I was like, I just kind of laughed because he because he he has been a, a, in my corner for a while. I coached, you know, like two or three or three of his grandkids, man, just in my 10 years there. So he's seen me there and he's like, man, you know, it's it's awesome to see because he said, you know, I always tell the kids and the parents when I talk to them, I'm like, my job is to give you all the credit when we win. But when we lose, my job is to protect you and bear the brunt of whatever may be thrown your kid's way, the, the team's way, whatever. It's my job to protect them. When we win, it ain't nothing about what I did. It's what they did. But when we lose, it's my fault. And I will, I will take that to my grave. My job is to protect them boys that I coach, them parents of the kids I coach, my coaching staff. Whatever you got to say, bro, you coming at me with it. You ain't going to sit there and go sideways with him. You come, you coming to me. It's my team, my program, my army, my warriors, and I'm going to fight tooth and nail for him. And I, that's what that grandpa said. He said, I remember you saying that, man. He said, and you stand by that. And you said that when you were an assistant, not even when you was a head, you were an assistant coach talking like that about, your team and, you know, standing there in the midst of the storm with them. And, you know, and I tell people, I was like, you know, I've always wanted to be the kind of guy, uh, if all heck breaks loose, you can turn your head and see Coach Howard there and you you ain't even worried. You know, you got it. And what's funny is during that uh, camp I had last week, them tornadoes were going off everywhere. I had all them little kids and uh, our athletic director walked down. He said, I don't even know why I came down here to check. I knew Coach AJ was here. He already had him hunkered down in the right place. 
He's got it. He, everybody else was panicking, but you got you, you had it handled. And I was like, bro, if you had X-ray vision and see how fast my heart was beating right now, yeah. you would think differently. But he didn't know it, you know. And that that's the thing, man. It's always being that steady hand, and that that that's the key, man. Is and I think the reason you're able to build that, I was uh, talking to the kids this morning about calloused hands in the weight room. I they're like, coach, how's your forms? You know, that don't hurt your hands when you grab the bar and the butterflies. I was like, my hands are calloused up bro i'm used to the workload and you only get that kind of callous integrity steady hand when all hex breaking loose mindset no you got it confidence by going through stuff in life and seeing yourself come through it is it always easy dustin no <laughs> there's nights man you hit your knees crying sobbing shouting praying then angry and whatever every emotion on the on the scale but you find a way to get up, man. And when you know you survived all that stuff, you know you're equipped to go. You know you're equipped to handle the opportunities presented to you. And then you think about it, brother. It's just baseball. It ain't that deep, man. It's just go coach the game you've loved your whole life. Let it be joyous. That's it, man. That's that's. There's so much to be said in all of that, man. And when I look at at different situations in life, man, I, I'm, I'm, I really do mean integrity is everything. Um, some of us will never get to where we're supposed to be um, because we are, uh, we're downright rotten. There are some rotten people who look very successful, AJ, but I'm here to tell you this. Like you say, you have calloused hands they have calloused hearts. And at the end of life, I would love to end life with calloused hands, but a heart of flesh, man. And, and I don't mean like flesh, flesh, like, like worldly flesh. I mean, not a heart of stone, man, a heart of flesh. Like I want to be here for my people. I want to lead my people. I want to be a person of integrity, man, but allowing those calluses uh, to be there through, you know, through my work, through my years of preparation, through my years of perseverance. And so some of you who may appear successful on the outside, I want to ask you what areas are there in your life where there's still a missing piece, where something's still a little off, right? Where we still need to do a little gut check. We still need to do a little thinking. Maybe it's women. Maybe it's, maybe it's men. Maybe Maybe there's just, there's something about you that cannot settle, right? And and it causes you to morally put yourself in positions you know is not right, but you're kind of like, eh, and we're making sacrifices. I want to tell you what, that's the wrong kind of sacrifices when we start going against the will of God. And here's the truth. When we can get our life in full alignment with what God says, when we can get our life in full alignment with where God wants us to be, man, sky is the limit. It's coming. I tell everybody all the time, like, hold on to your seats, man, because God is getting ready to do something great when you can find settling in him, man, not in settling in your life cuz I'm always grateful never settle right I'm going to I'm going to reach for as as long as I can I'm reaching for one more if I can change one more if I can impact one more 
if I can help one more, if there's one more broken person, man, that I can play just a little bit a part of helping them be restored, that's what I want, man. And so, you know, as you're chasing all of uh, uh, the promotions, as we're chasing all of these different things, are our hearts in alignment with God or are we far from him? Absolutely, man. And, you know, I think one of the biggest things to help do that, man, is so many people get caught up, uh, you know, wanting, got got to be around people all the time, got to be on your phone, got to be, you know, searching the web, got to be on social media. And, you know, one of the things I've really been trying to be dialed in, you know, once I, it started setting in, you know, uh, I was probably going to get this head coaching job, man. I was like, I, I can't have no liabilities, bro. Like if you, my friend, if you, if you, if if we dating, if you family, if 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 you're associated with me, dog, you can't be a liability. I gotta dial it in. I gotta be a twelve out of ten every day, mentally, spiritually, physically. I gotta be sharp because there's there was people counting on me before, but now the whole squad's on my back, man, counting on me and my coaches to get it done. So I can't I can't be out here hanging with with people and things that that are liabilities, bro. You got to be 100 foot to the ground, two feet in the box dug in about what we trying to, where we're at and where we're trying to go, man. And a lot of folks, man, that they, they, when you do that, you understand you got to spend a lot of time alone to really analyze who, what, when, where, what causes you, you to maybe become a liability for yourself too. And you got to spend time alone. And a lot of folks, man, they can't spend time alone. They they can't spend time in the word. They can't just spend time in the spirit, just finding peace of mind, peace of the soul, because they're just got to be connected to everybody and want everybody else in there. You're telling them what, how great they are, what they may be doing. You got to spend time alone, man, and really get that dialed in, in the, in the, in the, you know, the sound of silence of peace, man, of just sitting there and learning yourself. We call them non-negotiables. People, people can't tell you anymore what their non-negotiables are because that that line has gotten so grayed out. There's so much corruption. I was talking to my stepmother this morning and we were just talking about the corruption in Louisiana and some different places, you know, where they live. And and we're just talking about how that line is just so grayed out now and corruption is so it's so apparent and it's so hard to deal with and it interferes everywhere. And then there's people who can tell you they're non-negotiables, but you know they don't believe it because they don't live it. Listen, we live in the Bible Belt, bro. We live in, in South Alabama. Everybody loves Jesus, right? But is that really true? Because when I see you on Mondays and we're posting this and we're doing that, or I hear, uh, or 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 you're constantly having run-ins, and there's all of this stuff going on. Like, do you really have non-negotiables in your life? If not, you've got to get by yourself. You got to think about, okay, God, I want to surrender it all to you. I want to run my race under your covering, right? And in order to do that, I've got to have some non-negotiables. What are those non-negotiables? How can I find my missing piece? What angle do I need to attack this from? And oftentimes we'll be surprised that a lot of the things that have hindered us from getting where we want to be is me, myself, and I. Absolutely, man. 
It's you getting in the way of you, man, because you you know the path you need to be on. Your spirit talks to you and tells you which way you need to be, what side of tracks you need to be on. Don't do this. Don't do that. And when you go against it, man, you feel it. You feel the heaviness. You feel it on your mind. You feel it on your heart. And you want to blame work, your spouse, your friends, your kids. Really, bro, it's just you versus you that and you losing the battle because you ain't staying. You ain't staying true to who you say you are by sticking to them non-negotiables. That's it, man. So the heart, the message on my heart today was you got everything that you need, man, right at your disposal. All right. What are you going to do with it, man? Everything is there. Align yourself with the right people, with the right information, step into your God-given destiny, but you've got to get quiet. You got to get alone and you got to ask your non-negotiables. Now, what are you waiting on? Let's go. Keep that motor go energy all the way turned up. Let's get it, baby. Come on.